yeah, that's Twin Peaks. He's, he's, he's just not... Um, he's just making it for him. Ex- except the first two seasons of Twin Peaks, he kind of dipped out, and the other guy, Mark Frost, handled most of it. So that's why it... The first, so the first couple episodes, you're probably getting mostly David Lynch. And then as it goes off, it veers into more weird, but also soap opera-y kind of stuff. And then in season two, uh, things fly off the rails pretty, pretty immediately. And, um, yeah, the... The way I try to tell people about season two is it has the best and worst stuff in the show. Because uh, that's where you get like David Duchovny is as a cross-dressing FBI agent and uh, those sorts of things. So, And then there's the best stuff. <laughs> the, the, the worst stuff... <laughs> The worst stuff is, um, I can't remember the James, uh, who is like the motorcycle riding, like fake James Dean character. Yeah. See, I, you're, you're telling me character names and I already told you that I couldn't get through the first two episodes because there were too many characters <laughs> all of a sudden. And there wasn't enough like magic, like, like seriously, like the only reason that I got through like the first couple episodes of Game of Thrones is because they had like wizards and magic shit. Like if it had just been uh, old timey English war stuff, I would have been like, nope, I check out of this immediately. Uh huh. No, no amount of sassy dwarves can save this show if there's no magic or dragons or something. Oh man, I don't even. I guess they did introduce like the White Walkers immediately, like right off the bat. Yeah, it was like two minutes in. It was like zombies. Like okay. Zombie's going to kill everybody eventually, so I can at least look yeah. forward to that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. At least it's zombies, and it's not just, you know... Um... People speaking British at me. Uh, well, <laughs> I was going to compare it to Gundam Wing. At least it's not Gundam Wing, where well, the opening of yeah. the show is giant robot fighting, and the rest of the show is space politics. Like, Well, I was, I was actually going to compare Game of Thrones to, like, uh, Downton Abbey, but with like incest and stabbing. There's no incest in uh, Downton Abbey. I don't know. I, too many characters. I never watched it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody's got to be sleeping with Maggie Smith, right? So <laughs> those, that's that's the only thing I know about that show is that Maggie Smith is in it, and it's about old rich British people and poor British people. I guess. Oh, I guess somebody like, works oh, for them, right? Yeah, because it's like I guess it's like it's like half the show is about the fancy pants, and then the other half's about the help. <laughs> well, that's our review for a show we've never watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should just talk about other shows that we've never seen and just assume what the plot line is. I think that's a good. I think that that could be like a start of a whole new podcast. Is Reviews of stuff we've never seen. It's entirely us making up the story yeah. uh, as we go along. So I'm going to make up. So we'll we'll just get started off since I haven't seen Batman. Okay. I'll start off with my Shoot. review. Maybe we should call them previews. Pre-reviews? Previews? No. No. There's not I don't a think good that word there. Unviews. 
<laughs> unviews. Unviews, that's good. Yeah. So my unview of Batman, since I haven't seen it, um, is and this is based purely on hearsay and speculation, <laughs> which is admissible in court now, apparently. Um so this is all legal. Uh is that uh okay, so you've got this guy who's a Batman. Um <laughs> Well, okay. That's too close. <laughs> okay, but unlike the other Batman, this Batman gets no origin because they've already done that so many times. So they're like, uh, we don't need to see how Batman's Batman again. We've done that. That's played out. We're just going to jump into it. And we start off and he's fighting some guys. And then, uh, but we are going to do an origin for like the bad guy because... Nobody remembers how the bad guys become bad guys. So we're going to do a little bit of that. Uh, and the bad guy, I guess, is the Riddler because there was like a red question mark on a poster. And But this time the Riddler's not like as good as the other ones. He doesn't leave like good clues. It's just like he puts down like vague, like hieroglyphic and like weird kind of <laughs> oh. things. It's not as good. And Batman's got to be like a real detective and actually like look for problems and solve things but the whole time he's got this like stupid cat lady that is like throwing cats at him and but they kind of want to make out <laughs> um, but uh eventually they decide that their differences are <laughs> irreconcilable so uh they end up not being a couple even though they really want it to be and then the riddler comes out and like there's one big final like Riddle me this, and I'm going to try and do something bad to the city. Probably something involving, I don't know, the internet, let's say. And then Batman's like, no, you better stop. And then he dies. And it wasn't his Batman's fault. He didn't really kill him. But the Riddler died because we can't just have him go on. The end. That's my story. Uh, man, you know, okay. So let me kind of, I'm not going to tell you that... I'm not going to tell you what you got right or wrong about that, but I will say there were things that were close to the mark and there were things that were way off. And one thing I wish was closer was that the cat lady threw cats at him. <laughs> I would just love to see though, that scene where, <laughs> where Batman's on the roof with Gordon and he's like, <laughs> We got a problem in Gotham. And then you just hear, where? And his cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. What the hell was that? And it's the cat lady again. <laughs> it's like yep. the old cat lady from The Simpsons. It's just like, ah. Hucking cats at him. Um. But I guess since you haven't seen it, I'll keep it. I'll keep it general. I uh, the I uh, I think what what you will what you will say is um, once again this is not a good Batman, and not that the movie is bad. I think the movie's well done. But I I think what you will take away from that is is Robert Pattinson is also not a good Batman. Just like all the others, um, but I so in in considering the situation because it is like a a he's two years in on being Batman, and I guess I, I do you plan on watching the movie? 
So, so you will confirm that they totally skipped the origin story because I assumed that they would. Yeah. They yeah. do skip the origin okay. story. Yeah. Um, they do refer to it because they have to, like they have to refer to his. Well, dead yeah. Parents, I mean, but... he can't talk, he can't not talk about his dead parents. Yeah. But, I mean, um, that's like his whole thing. But, uh, so, so yeah, I don't know how much I want to talk about how he portrays Bruce Wayne. But I guess what I'll say is this, is that it's, I think the approach that they took with this is that he, and this is the way the director described it. After, and I, and I like, I get it. Like I understand, like I, I kind of understood this when I was watching the movie, but after listening to the director talk about the, the characterization that they were going for is since he is still so early on, in his career as Batman, he doesn't understand the usefulness of the Bruce Wayne mask, like the alter ego that is Bruce Wayne to be a, to be like a useful tool for him outside of being Batman. And so he hasn't, he develops here. He begins to understand the function of that side of his personality. And you can see a sort of character arc in that shift right so that's that is an interesting thing to me but i don't want to give i don't want to say too much about the movie because i I don't want to like throw a bunch of stuff at you but yeah i mean Mm -hmm. be prepared for disappointment because there's way fewer cats being thrown around and (laughs) yeah and and the riddles aren't totally obtuse but they aren't what's as high as an elephant's eye. You know, they aren't, <laughs> they aren't that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I assume it's going to be like escape room shit. Not like, not like real, like I'm going to write a rhyming puzzle or rhyming, rhyming riddle for you. No, I mean, they're, they're real. Some of them are real riddles, but then the riddles are not directly related to or not immediately related to the answer that the riddle is right i don't know if that 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 doesn't make sense now but it'll make more sense like he solves the word puzzle of the riddle but that Uh is not the immediate answer to what the riddler is getting at right that is like uh a part a piece of the overall puzzle Okay. Anyway, like one of those crosswords with with like circles in it, and the circles is another clue, <laughs> like fourteen across. Yeah, and then the theme of the puzzle is actually like another clue that helps you solve that final ju- word jumble that you've created out of the circles or whatever. Like, okay, the theme is English prime ministers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Churchill. No, it's only four letters. <laughs> <laughs> what's a fourth letter <laughs> prime minister of a <laughs> i don't know uh, i'm sure there was one john john. It's john yeah it's john well uh so okay let's move past that oh this is still in beta by the way <laughs> let's move past that yes <laughs> it's still in beta we talk about video games but mostly batman so the um 
I so okay, so I finally beat Valhalla. Did you beat Valhalla? I guess, I guess. I mean, I did all of the quests that were in the main quest little box. Did you find did, not do- did you end did you get to the part where the meta character is killed or absorbed into the robot Yggdrasil? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. 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 I that, got that far. That was because I hadn't, I guess because I hadn't played the other two in this series, it was the most anticlimactic, but also batshit sort of ending of like, I guess she's in the internet now. And also the internet is this ancient tree r- machine thing. And also um, this other guy, like, from now i'm this guy well yeah now this guy like managed to trick this person from the future into getting him out somehow and resurrecting his body with a secret magic staff yeah so like that staff like in the last game yeah there's always this like there's always this like uh the real you know, the real person character like uh-huh. goes to a place that you found playing the character who the game is really about. And so like in the last one, like you're running around as this Greek dude and you go find fucking Pythagoras. Like and he's Mr. like, let Matt. me tell you about triangles. Yeah, but, but he's <laughs> right. But he's like, but he's like, I'm a mathematician and he's attacking <laughs> you with magic and shit. And, um, so you kill him and then like he drops the staff and then you get the staff and then the lady's like, oh, the staff, I know where it is now. And you have to like real life, go get it. And that's like, but that's, there's, it's weird. They got this like split, like weird, like bipolar, two different kind of tasks to end the game. Right. Cause there's always that thing. Right. And like that's like ends like the meta game. Uh-huh. But then there's still like the end game, like you gotta kill everybody that's on this little tree, which is the real ending, I guess. Uh-huh. But see, and what bugs me is like none of that explains how the dude's corpse ended up where it was. Yeah. And and maybe that comes later because I don't know. Well, I don't see I don't well, I, I just don't know because the the like I get, my the, guess is there's an expansion that like one of the last expansions that they'll sell is go to America, right? Because the dude's body's in America, even though he was a Viking, and he wasn't a Viking in Norway; he was a Viking in England. Like, wait, they were they in America? Exp- yeah, I the, thought they were the in people, England. No, oh, they were in America. His body was in like, was not Wisconsin, uh, uh, like like New Hampshire or something. Oh, okay, yeah, because there were those Viking graves in North, uh, the Northeast. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's some expansion that has something to do with Northern Ireland or something, and then I guess there's going to be an expansion where. Go to America. Or maybe they just 
keep doing what they did with the other one and like because like they well I, I think this was the first time they did it but they had like a quest line like a side quest line where you ran into the main character that you played as from the previous game because uh-huh. like the the Greek person got the staff and that made them live for a billion years and then you like meet her as the Viking. And so she's like 600 years old or something. Uh huh. Yeah. She mentions like, yeah, I'm doing all right. <laughs> and, and of course I had no context for why that could possibly be. And so I'm just like, oh, I guess it wasn't that long ago after all. <laughs> no, I think, it, uh, well, I guess it had to be more like a thousand years. Cause I think the Greek was like 300 BC and, and the Viking was like the year 900 or something. So uh, you do that math. Uh yeah, so like a twelve, a twelve thousand, twelve hundred years old. I don't know. I I feel like she'd be going insane at that point. Be like, ugh, I'm done with this being around. It's boring. <laughs> I found would... a little eagle spots. Now what do I do with my life? <laughs> well, you know, she's busy hunting all the other, you know, alien bits. I guess <laughs> that's how many side quests that the last one had is that 1200 years worth of side quests yeah yeah Yeah. that's i mean that was my note on on this was there was two notes that i said i never saw the credits and uh it's too long like well if you want to see the credits you can see them when you start the game because it's like it's either load the game or play credits that that's where they stuck the credit oh Okay. Well, yeah, but the game's too long. It's just too long. It's too much stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's how those Ubisoft games have become now, right? Where they're just like content monsters. Yeah, and it's not like they're interesting content. It's just like a lot of a lot of the same kind of thing over and over again. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just like, oh my God, how many fucking people in England bar their doors from the inside and then like phase shift through the wall to like just leave it locked from the inside and the only way to get out is like through shooting down like a hole that wasn't there like these people are freaking locking their bar in their doors from the inside with uh-huh. their one treasure chest in there and then they're like climbing up the wall knocking out some thatching and then putting the thatching back in so that you have to waste an arrow shooting it out of the way so that you can get into their house and knock down the barred door to get back out yeah, well, like, they've got to keep it safe because somebody might break in, like you, and take their three rocks, three pieces of random leather, and a piece of cloth. And they can't have that. That's their whole life savings. Right. Well, then they should do like all the other smart people and put it at the bottom of a dry, dry, dry well. Yeah, with the bones of their skeletons. <laughs> right. And all of their pots of like, snakes. <laughs> That's all that's in wells in England is is snake pots, bones, yeah, and treasure chests that have leather and rocks in it. If it isn't filled with rocks already, it's filled with skeletons, jars of snakes, and, and treasure chests. Yes. Did you also feel like the higher level you got, the more snakes came out of pots? Because uh, at first, at first it was like no snakes, and then like later in the game, it was like every third pot's a snake. I did feel like snakes were pretty often. Like it was a quite a lot of snakes. 
And there's some areas where you just like walk into a place and it's the whole room is snakes, you know? But I mean, and where, how are these snakes even getting in the pots? They got lids on them. Are people just throwing snakes in the pots? I think that's like, what is it that is. How they dealt I think with what snakes? it is, is they, there's a snake that's in their house and like, oh God, a snake in the house. What do we do? Put it in a pot, I guess. And so they like get it, then they sneak it and they get the snake into the, you know, they shovel the snake into the pot and then they put the top on it and they're like, now what do we do with it? I guess just throw it down the well. Just snake in pot. Yeah. yeah. They either put the snake in the corner or they put the snake in the well. And it's just in the pot. Yeah. And they're like, job's done. Right. And they're like, children, now, don't go digging into these jars <laughs> looking for cookies because one in three of them has a snake in it and you'll die. Yeah. And they're like, well, I guess I'd rather not die than potentially have a cookie. That's how they protected cookies from kids in the olden times, was they would just put deadly, deadly snakes in half of the cookie jars. Yeah, but you know the cookies had to be terrible back then, because all all English food is awful, and like even older English food is like way worse. Well, yeah, I'm telling you, this is why white people conquered the rest of the world. This is why England conquered everywhere, because they had just nasty shit. Okay. So I, this is a so, bit of, so, like, so like they find a place and they're like, Oh my God, what is this? And they're like, this is called spice. It's like, it is, this is, fo- it this is, is food. <laughs> this is how you make food. Good. Um, you, you cook the meat, you don't boil the meat, you cook the meat and then you can put seasoning on it. And they're like, what the hell yeah, is no, seasoning? No. So here's the thing. This is for real. Like I, I'm pretty sure this is historically accurate. So you want to know what, Europe had for fruit before they conquered the rest of the world. They had potatoes. I guess they I guess they had grapes, right? Because they had all that wine. So they had grapes. Well, they might have inherited olives. that from you know the Romans conquering them before, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. They might not have even had grapes. That might have been something like the Greeks had grapes, but we don't know where that came from. Maybe they maybe they stole those grapes from from like Persia or something. So, but there was, at least when England was a country, there was grapes, right? Uh-huh. So they had grapes. And then the next thing is olives. Like, are you kidding me? Olives, right? Uh-huh. But here's the kicker. This was the best fruit they had, was fucking pears. Oh, God. Right. Like, that's, I mean, come on. That's like the fruit, like, in a fruit cocktail that you, like, throw away yeah. when you're done eating the rest of the fruit. Yeah, I don't even eat fruit cocktail, but man, I'm not going near a pear. That stuff is like, right. that's like a bad, that's like a trick apple. I call them garbage apples yeah. because that's what they are. It's like the idea of an apple, but then make an apple out of sand and then that's a pear. Yeah, it's just, it's like the oatmeal raisin of, of fruit. It's just like, that's not real fruit. Get that out of here. It's not it's not even the oatmeal raisin. Like I can enjoy an oatmeal raisin cookie. This is more like it's a freaking like rice cake or fruit. Like, <laughs> like if rice cake was a cookie option and a plate of cookies, uh, that's what pears are. Oh man. Yeah, I uh boy. Yeah. So yeah. that and like So all the good fr- all the good fruit, like all the things we make pies so apples, mm-hmm. apples Asia, oranges, Asia, cherries, Asia, all citrus, Asia. Yeah, that's where they were always trying to get over to Asia. Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh my gosh, there's food here. We don't have to just eat damn turnips and pears. That's all we have. Turnips and pears. 
<laughs> yeah, and I guess they had yeah, they had like but they had like bread and cheese and stuff. So there's that. You know. That's something. That's history. <laughs> but and apparently also there were like magic god people according to Oh, yeah. History. No, what what Assassin's Creed has done is they've decided um much like the Marvel comics, like every religion is true, uh, but most of them are aliens. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's that, it's, yes, kind of like Marvel Comics, like all the religions are true, but everybody remembers them wrong. Is, seems like what it is. Yeah, but also, like in Assassin's Creed, not only does everybody remember them wrong, but they're, like, they are, they are all just the same aliens. They're just all the same aliens. Right. Yeah, that's the, part that's yeah does does the marvel universe have greek gods like there's hercules as a character right yeah i'm pretty sure they have the i know i know that dc is like all the greek gods are real dc has all the greek gods are real and i don't know if they have um i don't know if they have the norse gods uh yeah and they're all real, but they're also like, what's, uh, how do you describe it? They're real, but they're also like sub, there is like an, a higher than the Greek gods, uh, creator God. And also like the specter of death is real, right? <laughs> uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and he gets his own comic actually, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just, I- I feel like, I mean, what this means to me is that in both Marvel and DC Universe, there is room for a Jesus comic. We're like, Jesus is real, but he's also like a superhero now. Yeah, they could run around in tights. They could do that. They could do that, especially in DC. They could they could get away with that. When I say get away with that, I mean, they could fit it into their universe. (laughs) And nobody would blink an eye. Nobody would be like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) <laughs> he's like, who do you think created Mr. Marvel? And like, I mean, because he's got that like weird like room with the seven deadly sins, which is a totally Christian concept. That means that there's a Jesus superhero out there. But they just haven't done a comic for him yet. Yeah, I mean, it is more of a like, what is it? The writings of Dante, like that. Yes, but, but the concept of sin, yeah, yeah, like yeah. sin is a Christian concept. Yeah. I mean, right? yeah, so, that that whole writing comes out of the Christian idea, but it's it it yeah, it's not it's not uh <laughs> But and also like wasn't the guy that gave him his power like freaking Merlin or something? Oh god. Uh, now you're getting too deep for me. I don't <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Merlin and and I think yeah, Merlin's real. Uh and the yeah. yeah, the Arthur and the Round Table is real in the DC universe because that's also where uh the witch uh Morgan Le Fay Morgan Le Fay and uh the demon Atragan and all that stuff are from that 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 stuff. So I guess that also means Robin Hood is probably a comic book character in DC too. Oh yeah, probably. He probably falls in like a hole or something and ends up in the future at some point. <laughs> Yeah, and he's, and that was the first greed era was was just Robin Hood, right? I'm like, well, I guess I'll just do this now. Oh yeah, did you find the Robin Hood uh, in sh- the like a band of 
people in uh, Sherwood Forest in Assassin's Creed? Okay, so I found some people shooting arrows badly. Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I went to all the little dingles on the map, so (laughs) if there were a dingle on the map, I found it. Yeah. Okay, um, so yeah, I'm done with Valhalla, at least for the moment. Uh, I've left it installed, though. But I, I then moved on to Hades. So speaking of the Greek gods, I moved on to Hades, and that's that's pretty fun. Um, I think it is one of the more, um, I would say, one of the one of the few roguelikes that have that has had much staying power with me. Like, I've stayed with it longer than most. Well, I I also think it's a way more approachable one. Like, and there's a big, big reason why that I think a lot of them, I I feel like, because there's thousands of them now, right? Like, a lot of what they don't do is give you, like, an end to to, to try and get, get to, you know? This one, like, like there's a there's a short end right which is just let me get all the way through and get to hades and beat him Uh right like so there's there's a spot where you feel like wow i've accomplished something and i can stop that a lot of roguelikes don't have right yeah because they just kind of have this formative like oh you just go on forever and die and haha and that's how it goes but there's also like i feel like more than other roguelikes too significantly more like that you maintain as you play through it again and again i feel like there's more meta progression than some of them have yeah yeah and this also because they include like eight weapons or something and each weapon also has like i don't know probably like a dozen different like add-ons and then all those you know god boons and stuff Every time you run through it, it's it's pretty varied how you like go about approaching the combat and stuff and thinking through like, oh, what what would be a more advantageous thing to pick out of this randomized list of stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's yeah, it's got a better like cycle in that sense too. Right? Like some of them you know, if you choose if you choose the same class, or whatever you can play through it the exact same way every time. Yeah. And then this one, like you, you almost specifically can't because of the randomness of like which three or four gods are going to be the ones that help you this time. Mm-hmm. And also, they, they also kind of incentivize switching up which weapons by like putting the bonus, uh, like the bonus darkness or whatever reward stuff on one of the weapons. So it's like, yeah. yeah, you should probably use use this one and it'll be better this time. And it rotates which one that is. Um, right. Well, And it's a nice thing, too, because it's like, OK, well, I, I may not be able to finish, get all the way through with this weapon, but at least I earn more resources that I get to keep w- with me if I take it. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah, the meta stuff and like how you um, earn. Uh, 
the stuff with the dark mirror where there's like the different character growth things that you can do, but also the character interactions with like talking to uh, different people in the, in like the main room area and the people you find along right. the way, like all these different, and, and and there's so much, like I remember hearing people talk about how much was written to afford these different in- types of interactions and like what kind of stuff you'd accomplished and how characters react to that stuff. But it's, I I was like, I started to actually get surprised that I hadn't, I have not yet run into a repeat line of dialogue yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think the other thing that's, for me, the thing I liked about it is like, I did feel like I got to a point where I finished uh-huh. and I'm not sure how far you got, but there's like, there's kind of two spots where like you do this thing and it feels kind of like you finished, but you can keep going. And then there's another spot that feels even more like you finished. I only got to, I think the first spot where you feel like you're finished because it, that, that spot unlocks some more mechanics. Uh, mm-hmm. Like when you, the first time you beat Hades and you like find Persephone and stuff like then it's like, okay, so you've done that. Now, here's some more stuff, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, well, then maybe there's three things I feel like. Because once you beat Hades a number of times, then things change again. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And then there's a... Th- yeah. I don't know... I don't know how long I'm going to stick with it. I don't know if I'm going to get to those other endings. Because uh, <laughs> I'm already yeah. kind of just like, eh, this was good, you know. I've, I got my 10 right but that's the thing bucks. that's nice about it is like is it you can feel like you can feel like you've accomplished something and stop yeah which is and that's part of why I just don't I don't tend to gravitate towards roguelikes because it's like uh is this, am I gonna feel like I finished something I I feel like I have to complete something that's why I got all the dingles in Assassin's Creed yeah and a game that doesn't let me get all the dingles is one that I'm just like uh I don't care about this yeah, and especially in a game where it feels like the dingles are just like randomly generated, then it's like, oh well, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not actually getting anywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's no life has no meaning. Everything is pointless. Yeah, <laughs> and at least in in a game where you, you know, a, another kind of game where you know, there's not like a dedicated end, like a sim game like a city builder or the sims or something right that one you have to kind of create your own goals yeah you're like okay well i'm gonna you know go with this city and build the city from the ground up until i don't care anymore until i fill the map or whatever or i reach these other like milestones or you know with the sims it's like well i'm gonna go until i you know have enough money to make a murder house and then i'm gonna make sure everybody dies in horrible ways you know (laughs) I have to make enough money to build a pool and then drown my, the, my family in the pool. Yeah. And then I've completed my goals. But yeah, yeah. Like the ones where it's like, life is no meaning. There's no purpose or end to this. That's just like, I don't want to play a German sitcom. I just <laughs> want, <laughs> I want to get the credits to roll. <laughs> yeah. Especially games where, because I had picked up uh, a game that was a, it's like a roguelike version of Descent. So like the flying through a, a mine shaft as a, in a spaceship and shooting things, right? And it was called like uh, mm-hmm. Sublevel Zero is what it was called. 
And initially I was like, oh, cool. This does give me some similar descent-like feeling of, of playing this. And then I played it for probably like eight hours or something. And eventually, because the meta progression was so such a trickle, it was like you had to like run through and either be like, I guess, really successful or something like somehow I was just not. Uh, you were doing it wrong. Yeah, I was doing something wrong and it felt like I wasn't earning anything or I would only unlock like. Uh, oh, I only played it for I only played it for 4.8 hours. So I, I bounced off even faster than I thought. Uh, (laughs) I have zero patience. Give me something in four hours or I quit forever. (laughs) I mean, kind of like give me something, but it was just like, I would, and I would get to these bosses that were just like, so irritating. And each one of them was kind of the same, but they would just like make the mechanics more difficult. Like, Oh, you've got to like, you know, here's a big because it was like descent, where like the end thing was here's a big generator, and you've got to like destroy it. And meanwhile, giant lasers are going to try to shoot at you, and you got to dodge the lasers. So I got, you know, I'd get to one on the first level and blow it up, and it's like that's not too bad. I get to the next one, and it's like okay, now here's three times as many lasers. It's like okay, well I got to dodge all these things, and if I get to the next one, then it's like all right, here's like even more lasers plus a ton of enemies. And I get through this, you asshole. And I'm like, oh, God, I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> and, and then I would get through all that and it'd be like, okay, what did you accomplish? Nothing. Start over. Okay, <laughs> great. Uh, and so that's why I only got four and 4.8 hours in on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, you know, speaking of games with, you know, uh, un unforgiving bosses and slow progress i've i've been playing elden ring <laughs> uh-huh. uh, i uh, uh so uh, i'll be honest i have not played any of the dark souls games nor have i played bloodborne the only game i played before this was demon souls and then like i played the demon souls remake right before i played valhalla mm-hmm. so I got all the way to the end of Demon Souls and then I played Valhalla and now I'm playing this game and I had to get used to another control scheme every single time. Mm-hmm. I, there were so many times where I would cast a spell instead of dodging when I first started playing this game. It was irritating. But um, so I, I don't know what the Souls games are like, but I can unv- unview them and say they're probably not too far off from Demon Souls and that they have. They probably have like the same kind of linear level setup that Demon Souls does, and you kind of have to go through at least like each zone or world or whatever in a certain way to make the progress forward. But um, this game is more like Demon Souls meets like uh, I don't know Breath of the Wild or something. Because yes, there are certain choke points where you have to beat a boss to make forward progress, but there's so much other stuff to explore and do that you can play for hours and hours and never even deal with one of the like 
main bosses. Like I played a character um, for like 17 hours. I can tell because the save file says so. And I had only killed like one of the main bosses that you're supposed to kill to like move forward to the story or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I started over because I ran into a second boss and I still hadn't gotten access to casting magic that I wanted to cast. So I made a new, I started over because uh, the one thing that frustrates me about this game is they don't, they make it so hard for you to get like weapons that aren't like your starting type of weapon. And I wanted to make a character that like used knives and spells because that's like every character I make in a game that will allow it is I always make my stab mage. Uh Um, But because I didn't start with a magical focus, which is like the piece of equipment you need to cast spells, um, it was just like you can't get access to that item until you get all the way past like these like two or three bosses and it's going to take you a million years and in the meantime you need to be putting all your points into these stats but to like help you be better at magic but those stats are totally useless until you can actually cast magic so i was like oh fuck this so i started over and just made a character that started as a caster so i didn't have to wait you know 20 hours before i can use spells Mm -hmm. which is dumb and, and is annoying because in Demon Souls, like I got access, I I did the same thing where I started out with a character that didn't have magic, and I got access to casting and like, like I think before I fought the first boss, but maybe it was a little bit later. But anyway, so that that part bugged me. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean the the thing that's cool about this game that, like I said, like the other Demon Souls doesn't have is you can be running around the map like riding around on your horse and you see this like giant like scary looking dude and instead of the game saying you can't keep going forward you can't make progress until you kill this giant scary dude it's just like nah i'm just gonna ride around it on my horse and you just go past it Uh and then you find other things that you can handle so to me it's a much more forgiving game in that sense than the other ones are Hmm. You find that there's just as many like uh you walk you like walk into an area and suddenly you're like dying for no reason and it's because you don't have some obscure item you have to equip or uh you're you know it's just a bunch of like walk through a doorway and then a thing smashes you and the game laughs at you because you didn't know there was a thing to smash you there. Um, there is way less of that. I think there is still some of that. Like there's a couple, like I still, there's, there's still spots where like when I'm going down like a dark hallway that opens up to a wider area, I'll like put my shield up. Cause I'm like, Oh, there might be a dude around there. That's going to try and like get me. And I have I have been correct in having that paranoia a couple of times because somebody did try and like stab me in the back, uh-huh. but they failed because I had my shield up as I went around the corner. So there is still some of that, but way less. I feel it seems like it and would be like, it would be more open to the other thing I saw in Dark Souls, which was there's a bunch of 
junk flying in the sky shooting crap at you from off screen <laughs> so the there's okay so there's a couple of places where they're like very clear like you're gonna die if you go this direction right like like i've gotten up to this castle um and there's like a gate that you can go through or you can sneak around the back and the dude's like hey don't go through the gate idiot you'll get you'll get killed if you go through the gate um so then if you go through the gate like and you take a couple of steps forward and you're not ready for it you get blasted in the face by these giant uh ballista weapons but uh when i did it it wasn't enough to kill me so i had i was able to like back up and run away and go heal and then uh so when i was ready for it and i knew it was coming i was able to like serpentine run back and forth up you know towards the ballistas and kill everybody that was operating them but like again, yeah. If you're just like derp 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 and running up, like you you will get blasted in the face with those things. Um, but like once you know that they're there, then you can do something about avoiding it. But there's not like oh you have to have this special piece of equipment to get past it. And I mean there are some things I guess kind of like what you're talking about. There's like I I found like a not really a secret area, but like an area you need like a a tool that you have limited uses of to there's like these i can't remember there's some kind of sword anyway you stab these demon statues in the face with the rubber sword that gets consumed and then it goes away and it opens up a doorway and so there's one of them that was like you know you jump off and like all the ground is poison and so you've got to run you got to like jump into the poison and then quickly run out of it to the other side before the poison before you get poisoned otherwise you're posed unless you can cure it so there's stuff like that. But again, like I didn't use any healing items or anything to get past that hazard. I just ran fast. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question. I mean, kind of. Yeah. But I guess like there was like, I remember, I think it was a Dark Souls. Maybe it was Dark Souls 1. I think there was a boss arena that you would like die immediately if you went into it because there was like no floor and you have to have some ring equipped to like actually exist in the arena at all uh yeah i haven't run into anything like that yeah so there's i mean those are the kind of like to me those are the things that are like the core pillars of the soul series is just like you should be dying uh and you should always die before you know what's going on and uh and also um all the combat feels awful is number two. And, uh, and all the enemies can do things you can't <laughs> like, see, I, I feel like to me, the core pillar is, uh, we made there, there's fights that should be harder than you can handle. But if you know how to cheese them and get them trapped in dumb ways, then you can win fights that you totally don't deserve to win. And that's how I play the game. Okay. See, I was having a conversation about Dragon Age Origins and KOTOR and about how, especially with Dragon Age Origins, and I guess to an extent Inquisition, I felt like the mechanics in those games were so bad that... And some of the boss fights and stuff were so lame that the 
only way I could think to beat them was to just to cheese the hell out of them. And I'm like, I don't know how you're supposed to do this, but I figured out the dumb way you're supposed to do it. And that's what worked for me and barely cost me, uh-huh. you know, any, uh, if I barely had to expend any time. And so then I'm like, that can't be how these people are thinking you're supposed to beat these things, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. But yeah, you know, I've seen plenty of videos where like a guy beats a boss because he managed to get that boss to jump off a cliff and it's like, okay, fine. That's stupid. I think that's funny that he can do that, but it's a stupid way to beat that boss. And, uh, yeah. The other thing I can't tolerate is, uh, boss fight. And this kind of started to get me on, uh, on Hades was boss fights that are just endurance because you're not supposed to do very much damage to them. You're just supposed to avoid attacks while chipping away at them. You know, Mm -hmm. and that's just, it's like, okay, I understand the pattern. This is just tedious now and it's not fun, you know? And -hmm. it just means I'm going to have to sit here and waste like 30 minutes on the same enemy, repeating the same pattern over and over again until I don't care anymore. (laughs) You know? So, yeah, that tells me that you have not mastered how to combine your, your, your boons yet because i like i i when i got really into i I played hades for way too long when i got really into it i i could get like a combination of boons like when i like got to the like the lava hydra or something Uh you know i could be like bam 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 two heads are dead and like in like five seconds you know and just Oh yeah, I mean, so, like sometimes I'll get you know it's it's a it's a bit of a dice roll in some cases, um, but yeah, and depending on the weapon that I've got, yeah, I can I can knock those guys out. Also, the uh, I uh, rely pretty heavily on the uh, ice beam cast thingamajig that just dumps ice damage in a beam. And so I'll just like drop all three of those guys and, Mm -hmm. uh, it will just like eat, eat most people's breakfast. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I mean, but early on, have you, have you, wait, wait, have you gotten the machine gun slash rocket launcher? Yeah. Yeah. Weapon. Okay. That's the weapon that I beat Hades with in like literally like five seconds when I got to him. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, because I got the combination of, like, instead of shooting, like, the rockets that arc and hit a pattern, like, I got the the rockets fire forward, mm-hmm. rocket fires forward, and then I got the rockets split into a cone and shoot multi-rockets, and then there was, like, a third thing that I got on my weapon, but, like, it was this combination of just, like, I get up into his face and point Blake hit him with, like, ten rockets, and he's just, like, boom, and, like, a third of his health is gone, and, like, one attack oh yeah i have not gotten that combination i got one combination that i i ruined which was i could drop three bombs at the same time and uh that was pretty good uh Mm -hmm. and uh but yeah that was the gun that i beat him with the first time um yeah the the one that lets you shoot five separate rockets all at once and you combine that with 
shooting them forward. Uh, then what happens is you shoot five rockets forward in an arc. And if you're at point blank range with someone, like it will hit with them, all five of them at once in one go. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah um, I, uh, yeah, that was the thing I beat him with the, f yeah. Well, I guess I've only beat him the one time, but yeah. The other time I got really close was with the, uh, with the shield. Um, have you gotten the Zeus shield yet? No. That's like that, the rocket and the Zeus shield are my favorite ones. Cause the Zeus shield, like instead of just like the quick throw the shield and it bounces back uh -huh. and, and comes in your hand, you throw it forward and it just spins and it moves fo slowly forward and just does constant like hits as it flies forward. So if you can get it right, like position it on somebody, you throw it through them and then recall it. And it just like, it's like basically like a spinning murder blade that just chops through them as it flies back and forth. And if you put, if you put like proc effects on it, like the, you like the, the Artemis, like fire a little missile every time you hit with your special, uh -huh. then you've got like 5,000 of those little missiles just flying around doing even more damage. to. Oh, nice. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, the thing that bothered me about Hades initially was, was just like, because I did so little damage, it was just like, oh God, this is just like taking forever. And then, you know, I beat him the first time, like, cause he's got two phases. And so it's like, okay, so I beat phase one and he's like, now phase two. And just like immediately blasts me with the, like cover the whole arena in fire move and i'm like oh of course of course that's what he does and then i died i'm like oh yeah are you, are you talking about like the beams that come out yeah and like i found the rocks that you yeah. can hide behind but like yeah <laughs> too late that first time yeah uh, but yeah and so that that was well i mean and that's that's kind of the thing with that's kind of the thing with roguelike sometimes right is like oh now that i know that that's coming yeah i can I will prepare for it and like get in a spot where I, I can't get blasted in the face. Yeah. Well, and, and, and it, like, I mean, that's, yeah. and it is, but that's to me, that's, it's reminiscent of, you know, I remember, you know, trying to beat Sonic and Knuckles and stuff. And it's like the same kind of deal of just, you know, you don't know what you're up against until you get there. And then you gotta, yeah. You know. But I mean, that's, that's kind of why I, I mean, Elden Ring is almost, it's kind of roguish, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, you're supposed to get through a certain amount and then die. But, you know, as long as you, like, you make marginal progress as you go through it, right? Yeah. Yeah, the thing I, the, you know, but the thing I cannot tolerate is how the combat feels in those games. It just makes me want to hurt somebody. <laughs> Which, like, versus <laughs> something like Hades, that's just like, fast and quick and like really responsive and it's like oh yeah nice dash you know get out of the way block something real quick do these slashes real fast and you, know, you could just zip around the zip around the room and and a game like elden ring is like i don't know how a human body works it's just i might as well just be shouting commands into a controller you know and like <laughs> having a having a it's like I'm, it's like, it's not, it's like I'm not controlling the character. It's like I'm telling somebody else what to do and then they have to do it. Like that's how slow it feels. And, the, and the <laughs> fact that like, 
you can't cancel an action. Like you can't even cancel a walk forward. You know, it's just like any little thing is just like, I'm committed to it. I don't care how long it takes. I'm doing this thing. (laughs) And it's like, that's not how human bodies work. (laughs) You've never moved in real life. Uh, It's just so painful. But meanwhile, you know, you watch what enemies do and they're like, yeah, I'm going to take a swipe at you. And you're like, I'm going to dodge out of the way. And the guy's like, no, I'm going to rotate. I'm going to pivot on an axis and slide my entire body so that I can hit you, even though you tried to roll out of the way. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Why do you get to spin around in place and I don't? Why do you get to like chop me through a freaking wall? And I, if I try to attack and my blade hits a wall, it just like bounces off. Like, that's stupid. I, I will admit some of that stuff has bothered me. Like, like the first, the first boss boss was the same thing where like he was like we he was like pulling his sword back like oh i'm gonna hit you in like five minutes when the sword comes down and i'm like okay well i'll just dodge to the right since you're pulling back and he's just like he's like boop 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 boop. i'm rotating because i'm on a lazy susan also while i'm attacking (laughs) yeah and i'm like what the fuck is this blamp dead yeah and then yeah and the same thing with like so some of the attacks where i'm like i'll just dodge behind this wall oh the sword poked through the wall. Yeah, I saw a gif yeah, of this. That's, like, that's definitely happened. It's like a, I don't know what it is, but it looked like a giant dog enemy. And it's like the head of the dog is like bigger than a human. And he like bites through mm-hmm. and kills this merchant or something. And like the merchant mm-hmm. is sitting there on the, on the chair and just this dog head just goes like, boom, and like kills the merchant. And the dude's just like, well, what the, f- <laughs> what was that? And I'm like, <laughs> That's yeah. that's a from software game. It's dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 does seem a little jacked up that like if you swing your sword, it like bounces off of walls and obstacles, but other things they don't bounce off like that. Yes, it's a bit yeah. Frustrating. I saw one guy, but- you know, like one of my old roommates playing one of the Dark Souls, and he like went into a hallway, and it's a tight hallway, and it's like, oh well. I can't swing my sword in here because it's the width of like one and a half me's. But meanwhile, there's seven enemies in front of me and they're all swinging wildly. None of them are hitting each other. None of them are hitting the wall. They're all just clipping through each other and the walls. And I'm like, that's a bullshit move. Like they should all be killing each other. Like that would be a fun game. uh, So I did like, so that does happen in, in Elden Ring. Like there was this giant, that had a bunch of guys around like there was a giant like this massive roll giant thing and he's got some dudes like backing him up but i i found a like a little archway i could hide in that he couldn't get through but his like big slam attacks would killed all his friends like so step one get him to do a big attack kill all of his friends immediately then go hide in a tunnel that he can't reach and then i would just cast spells at him until i killed him (laughs) So like that stuff, those those strategies are I'm pretty sure that's how you're supposed to play the game. Uh don't don't quote me on it though. Well, I just I just, you know, I just can't abide by that stuff. It's just too <laughs> There's a number of people that I've killed by hiding on the other side of a doorway that they didn't know how to get through. Like absolutely. And there was one like I got a guy like because he uh, like the I you go in this doorway 
and then there's this guy that like you can't kill him because you're not good at the game enough to kill him in a fair fight but you run back outside real quick and he tries to follow you through the door but the door is like only cracked open and so he just keeps walking into the door but you can stab through the door even though you can't stab through the wall (laughs) and that was how i killed that guy oh and the other thing is like stealth feels like an option a lot of the time like on the smaller guys like like they have they have worse peripheral vision than the assassin's creed guys oh wow that's pretty bad i i'm seriously i'm seriously like you can be i this hand gesture means nothing to people that can't see it but like (laughs) you could be like i'm whispering in your ear and the dude's like, oh, nothing in front of me. I'm fine. No, no, nothing to do anything about. Like, you could literally be, like, right beside them. Like, they only have about 170 degrees of view that they can see. Because you can be, like, right on the side of their face, whispering sweet nothings in their ear, and they won't notice you. And you go around and stab them in the back. Yeah. And you do, <clears throat> you do, that, you do that Skyrim, Skyrim squat walk towards mm-hmm. them. And they will just have no idea that you're there. See, the thing about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, especially playing as like cost, like role playing Viking, was I would just like I would find somebody, and as long as they weren't facing in my direction, I would just be rushing at them because I knew I could just run up and stab them in the head. So I would just be like, oh, "There's a guy who's not facing me," and just be like, ah, ah, ah. "Stealth!" <laughs> 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 stab him right, right in the head. And and then everybody else, and then potentially I would like throw the big axe and like kill another guy, but yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest, I don't know if I actually. So here's the thing, uh, I sprint towards the guy's back until I'm about about three yards away. Then I go into squat mode and then I walk up and stab mm-hmm. him. I'm not sure if I could just like. I feel like I probably couldn't do a full sprint and catch somebody off guard in, in Elden Ring, but I might be able to like sprint and then like the last 10 feet, just do a normal walk and sneak up on them. But I'm not sure. I haven't tested it yet, but I, I, I could figure it out. I could, I could find out, but definitely it is very easy to sneak up and stab people in the back. Well, you should try it. You should try to just, just bum rushing somebody and just like, just have that experience of them standing there facing the opposite direction and just hearing like <laughs> you know i'll i'll give it a try see how it goes oh the other thing this game has that makes it that other ones don't is uh or at least again it, it they didn't have it in they didn't they didn't really have it in in uh in demon souls was like refillable potion bottles so like you have these potion bottles that um you start with like four i think and you can get more as you go along um but like you can and you can you can divide them up like you get like basically like four three or four bottles to start and if you're you know if you're a fighter like i'm just a pure fighter you could say like okay i want all of them to just be healing potions and if you're a mage you can say like oh i want some you can decide how many of them are healing potions and how many of them are mana potions mm-hmm. and just kind of split them up, which is like amazing to me as having come from playing demon souls where it's like, no, no healing, no resources come back to you at all. 
unless you're wearing like a piece of gear that has like a very slow regeneration on it. So it's to me, it's like it's great because I can be like, oh, I can like run around and fight this guy, and I don't have to go like beat him up halfway and then go hide in a corner for five minutes and wait for my stuff to refill before I can go fight him again. You can just drink a potion and then keep going. I guess I'm just used to it because the they they had the flasks thing right, and you or yeah, yeah and you that's what yeah, you need to go to the bonfires and get them refilled. Okay. Or that's how the later games work. I don't know. Yeah, that that's that's how this one is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I was I I was told that I think Demon Souls was like the one of the hardest or like least forgiving of these games. Yeah, that's what I've heard as well is that it's it's pretty it's it's the harder ones and that Demon Dark Dark Souls and I think Dark Souls 3 I've heard I think is the easiest one out of the group but mm-hmm. i don't know i have no comparison i've never i've never played any of them <laughs> well yeah well I, I what i've this is what i feel like i've run into so far is i feel like the game as a whole is much easier than demon souls was but i feel like some of the boss fights are harder or again not necessarily that the boss fights are harder, but that I don't know how to cheese them as expertly as I did in Demon Souls. <laughs> well, I don't know. And and like they like some of the, like they they're all so far they've all been like just guys with giant swinging attacks that you that are hard to dodge and they just want to get up on get up close on you and swing their big swingy attacks at you. And like, I feel like there were a lot of bosses in demon souls that weren't exactly that way where they had like very different patterns where like they would do stuff at range for a bit or some of them like had very predictable kind of patterns that you could follow. And these all just feel a lot more crazy. Like unless you're really, really paying attention to what they're doing, it's hard to tell what their next, attack is going to be hmm. well i mean in demon souls the first thing you fought was a giant blob so that's weird yeah but the blob had a very predictable attack pattern right like if you were close to it it would like poke at you with sticks and if you were away it would throw sticks at you <laughs> and there were like and there were places to hide from the attack right like you could hide behind the pillars and stuff uh. Um, but like the first guy you fight in this one, he just he's got this big stick that he swings at you, and then he summons like magic weapons and just kind of swings them around. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I uh, I think what I'm gonna play next now that I'm kind of like I'm gonna put the pause on Hades. I think what I'm gonna play next is. Well, I'm going to finish off the Mafia remake is what I'm going to do. Uh, what what games from the 90s and 2000s have not been remade at this point? Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, KOTOR is getting a remake. When, when is... Yeah, KOTOR uh-huh. is? 
but it's just it's just the exact same game and story and we're just remaking i don't know uh, i th- i don't know if it's i don't know if it's a remaster or if it's a remake like i don't know if they're going to update the combat so that it's not as um stiff mm-hmm. which at the time like the turn it was a turn-based combat game that kind of didn't feel turn turn-based yeah but um i don't know if they're going to make any changes uh what is it? System Shock is getting a remake. Um, I mean, they've done remasters of uh, what was the one? Turok and Dark Man? Not Dark Man. Dark? No. It's not Dark Man. That's the Liam Neeson movie. Um, <laughs> the best Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> Uh, Shadow Man? I think it's Shadow Man. Hold on. Yeah. Yes. Shadow Man. Uh, did they did they do a re- remake of... Ah, crap, I've already forgotten the name. It's not something Cage. It was that... The, the first game to put bullet time in. Max Payne? Max Payne. Have they remade Max Payne? Not yet. Um... I feel like I could man they sh- I feel like I could go for a remake of Max Payne. I I feel like they're missing they they need to do it soon because people are going to forget that there was another Matrix movie uh in a bit and they need to like get the Max Payne uh out to capitalize on that. I feel like most people have already soon. forgotten there was another Matrix movie. <laughs> Or enough people have chosen to ignore it. <laughs> well, you know, these modern times and our fast news cycles. Yeah. It just kind of came and went and people were like, it's terrible. Ah, it's all right. It's terrible. Or whatever. Matrix. <laughs> and that's kind of how it went. You just don't get it. Yeah. I'm also still waiting for a Dragon's Dogma sequel. Well, I think they made one in Japan. Or they made something in Japan. Capcom's just yeah, not really very they, good about making video games that aren't Resident Evil at this point. Well, no, it's that they took all of their Dragon's Dogma energy and put it into fucking Monster Hunters. Ah, gross. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, I really liked Dragon's Dogma. I liked it so much I, I played it twice. <laughs> or, yeah. I own two different copies of it, so. Me too. I got the Switch copy and the PlayStation. Oh, I've got the PlayStation one and the PC one. Because I could add, like, mods to the PC one. <laughs> like, even deeper voice filters. <laughs> the deepest voice filters. <laughs> Your subwoofers just, like, explode. <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is a voice only elephants can hear. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, I uh <laughs> So the I we we the game I just worked on, we had we have a voice slider, a voice pitch slider that you can adjust. And I I pushed 
and I, I pushed the creative director to allow us to drop it, to drop like the, to make extend the range on the voice pitch slider to like way more ridiculous. I was like, the, this voice slider is, it, you can only hear a difference if you go from the top end to the bottom end. And it all sounds like kind of natural sounding within those ranges. But that's not what anybody wants. Like they want. No, they want chipmunks and foghorns. <laughs> <laughs> chipmunks and foghorns. That's what you need. And so I managed to get that. So that's what's shipped. Or that's what's shipping in the game is chipmunks and foghorns. Well, good. Your, 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 uh, your contribution to the arts will be forever. Yeah, I should be. I, I should get an award for that, I think. So, okay. Do you want to wrap it up? We're we're about in an hour or so, I guess. Sure thing. Sure thing. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to call it? Uh, I don't know. Un unviews. Unviews. Something to do with unviews. Uh, we could call it unviews. We could call it chipmunks and foghorns. Those are both good. Um, games shouldn't be German sitcoms. <laughs> I don't know. What is a German sitcom? I've never. <laughs> Is that? I don't know. I was just making it up. I assume. I assume they're like all about existential crises. <laughs> it's all, and how life has no meaning. It's all just like weird <laughs> neo noir nihilism. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. People sitting in like stark black and white, you know, oddly shaped rooms. The world is an endless river leading to the ocean of nothing. Chipmunks and foghorns. Chipmunks and foghorns. Yes. <laughs> But we need to start thinking about that unview channel where we just like write reviews for things we haven't seen. Mm -hmm. Just a different, I mean, we've got a whole like a blog system in the website that I put these things on. <laughs> we have a website? What? <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs>